Welcome to the Healthy Charleston Podcast, where we help you take ownership of your health and fitness. My name is Hannah, and I am here to be your source of accurate health and fitness information while spreading awareness about all of the different health and fitness resources available to you in the Charleston area. Be sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I'm Hannah, and I'm a physical therapist. And as your host, it's my goal to give you accurate and realistic health information and simple tools and tricks that you can start using today to improve your health. So on today's episode, you know, it's a great time of year to think about goals, to reflect on the previous year and think about the year ahead. We have Dr. Rachel Heller on the episode to talk to us all about goals and how to set goals and what the purpose is and how often you should do them and what questions you should ask yourself. So we talk a lot about the difference between goals and resolutions and the importance of setting goals. And the new year really can be a great milestone to motivate us to kind of sit back, reflect, relax a little bit during the holidays. And then it's also a great time to just think about our goals for the new year. What do we want to accomplish? What intentions do we want to set? And a lot of people might set goals that are, you know, really unrealistic or require a lot of change. And there's no action plan to get there or there's no why behind it. And so we really want to help you set goals that you can accomplish that can really propel your life forward and that can help you become the person that you want to be and accomplish the things you want to accomplish. And so while goals, you know, we think this really should be something that we think about regularly, we do it quarterly, maybe for you it's monthly, maybe I don't know. But no matter how much I care about goals, I know that if I don't set time aside, I'm not going to think about them. And that's exactly the idea behind our goal setting workshops that are coming up on Sunday, January 7th, both downtown at Ethos and then in Somerville at Coastal Coffee, so that you have time blocked off that's intentional for you to think about what you want to accomplish and what you want in 2024 and then also beyond. So we will set up the environment for you. We will lead you through everything and you will leave with goals and action steps and most importantly, a plan and a why you want to accomplish your goals. Just leaving with those action steps and knowing what am I going to do next, knowing that this is what I want and this is why I want it is huge. And that alone is going to help you be so much more successful than maybe you typically are. So those are coming up. Check the show notes for all the links to sign up for those. Otherwise, Dr. Rachel Heller. What's up, Rach? Hey, Han. What you doing? (laughs) Just sitting here with you on a Wednesday evening. On a Wednesday night before Christmas. Yes. What are you doing for Christmas? Um, I'm staying here in Charleston for the first time ever, and my family is coming to me, which I'm very excited about. Like you've never spent Christmas in Charleston? Correct. I've never spent Christmas in Charleston. We've always gone you, home. Where where's home? Philly. Philly. Philadelphia, yeah. I uh I was talking to Lauren the other day. It was after our Christmas party, which, you know, our concert. And she was like, <laughs> I haven't in, in Lauren. She's like, I haven't gotten to see Rach's Philly side yet. And oh. I think it came out. <laughs> it came out. Oh my God. I, know. I would love to know what she was referring to. <laughs> I'm like, what songs did we play? All, it probably wasn't the High School Musical where your Philly came out. but no, it was probably like Meek Mill or something. Did we listen to Meek Mill? Mm. There were a few songs that, that got pretty lit. 
Yeah, for sure. So I know we are talking about goals today and mainly like the difference between goals and resolutions, kind of like why are we so obsessed with goals? Because I feel like we kind of are. We talk about them a lot and how you help your patients and clients set goals. And then a little bit more about your goal setting workshop, which is coming up in like a couple weeks, which is crazy. Yeah. January 7th. That's wild. That is a couple weeks away. Yeah. So first, like, why are goals important to you? Why are we so like into goals here? Goals are important to me. I think they should be important to everyone because they give us a direction that we want to go in. And I think a lot of the differences between like resolutions and dreams versus goals is that a lot of people have the same resolutions and they might be saying they want to do these things without really knowing why they want to do them. It might be because other people want to do them. And so then by default, they're like, oh, I want to do this too. You want to, you know, tone your arms? I want to tone my arms. But like that might not actually be a goal of yours. So if we set goals, then we know we have like a target that we are moving closer towards. That gives us purpose. Um, It allows us to grow and to be better versions of ourselves. And it keeps us from being stagnant and being boring. And I think it's great to have something that you are working towards and to have people to help you work towards those things. Yeah, I feel like even when I first met you, it was clear just like on your social media and then just like the what you were talking about, like you were very into personal growth mm-hmm. and goals. And I feel like that's only gotten like more prevalent. Yes. I do think there is a thing as like goal setting fatigue <laughs> when you just like set so many goals for yourself that there's so many directions you could go in and then you're like, wait, which one do I want to go down? So I have hit that bump in the road quite a few times, but I think that's better than the alternative of just maybe feeling like you're good where you are and being complacent. Um, I think having a goal in mind um, just keeps you pushing further and whether that's in your work life or fitness, wanting to run faster, lift heavier, um, it keeps you motivated. It keeps you wanting to wake up in the morning and, and do something that really matters to you. I like that you use the word complacent because that's the thing. It's like if you are content, like we kind of do that exercise a lot, like if you're content with where you're at, it doesn't mean that like you always have to grow. You always have to have this goal. You always have to improve. It's like where in your life are you complacent? Where in your life are you unfulfilled, dissatisfied, or you feel like your actions aren't matching up with your values? Yeah. And and that's where it's like, okay, this is a great opportunity for you to set a goal or like set an action step to get yourself closer to the person that you feel like you want to be. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, it is okay to be content with multiple areas of your life. Like I feel like that's kind of ideal. Like we don't always have to have you know, eight things that we're chasing because then we probably won't catch any of them. But if there are areas that we want to improve instead of being um, complacent and instead of being stagnant or complaining about it and just wishing that you had someone else's life or that you could do what that person does, well, like, why can't that be you or why can't you do that thing? And, And a lot of times it looks really big and scary, this goal that you might want but feel like is completely out of reach. And my, something that my yoga teacher used to always tell me is that, how do you eat an elephant? 
One bite at a time. One bite at a time. <laughs> exactly. And it looks really big and scary, but you just got to take it one step at a time, one bite at a time, whatever. And so I think it's helpful to be able to break down your goals so that you know how to get to where you want to be. And then it doesn't seem like this far, far away thing that's never going to come true. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people kind of sit back and like wait for things to happen to them. And they're like, oh, I wish I had that. Why can't that be me? Oh, they're just lucky. Yeah. When like you have to intentionally go after what you get or what you want to get what you want. And I feel like even just setting the goal and setting the intention can already propel you forward because now like you're viewing things, you're viewing decisions, you're viewing your life with that goal, with that desire in mind, that's probably going to dictate your actions and decisions. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Versus like a resolution. I feel like growing up, it was like, how many resolutions can I make? And I'm like, I have 40 this year. And like, I have no idea what they were because I probably did none of them. But they're normally like, I feel like resolutions is normally like a blanket statement. And it's normally like, I want to be someone completely different Mm -hmm. than who I am. But there's no, and like, maybe that's a good or bad thing, but like, there's no path there or there's no why, or there's no action. And it's normally like, because it's normally such a stark difference. And it's just like January 1st, like I'm this person. Like you didn't actually do the work to become that person. If you want to become that person, that's fine. But like, there's a lot of habits that have to change along the way for that to truly become your identity. And that's probably why like so many, you know, we joke like so many resolutions fail. They flop. Yeah. They think new year, new me. They want to do all these things, all these really hard things, right? It's usually like, I want to work out every day from not working out at all. all. Yeah. I want to eat completely clean after, you know, eating anything and everything over the holidays. Whatever it is, it's it's usually such a contrast from like zero to a hundred where it gets fatiguing and exhausting and it's really hard to do all of the things at the beginning of the year. And then you just get tired and you get burnt out. And then you're like, actually, I'm going to hit snooze. Uh, I'm going to have that pizza. I'm going to skip the gym. And then and then it's August and you're like, well, <laughs> crap. <laughs> Guess I'll just try again in January. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing. Like, I think a lot of resolutions come out of like punishment or guilt from mm-hmm. your actions over the holidays. It's not even like a, I, you know, drank all the wine. This is like literally me in a few days. Drank all the wine, <laughs> ate all the cheese, ate everything I wanted. Now I want to eat foods that make me feel good. It's more of like, I did bad things. I must now never do those things again and eat clean. So it's like, there's also kind of a little bit of like a, let's break the chain earlier on. But then that's why it just becomes this like flip-flop of like, you're never able to actually make a change or like get close to the direction that you think you want to go because you're setting this unrealistic expectation of yourself and then you feel bad when you fail it. And then you set this unrealistic expectation of yourself because you felt bad that you failed it. And it's just like, like, how do we make it stop? Yeah. And that's exactly what happens. And I think it's interesting that 
everyone wants to talk about goals at the beginning of the year, but there's never, you know, the best time to plant a tree is, you know, yesterday, today, whatever that saying is. So <laughs> like now, probably a hundred years ago, yeah. but like you don't have to wait till January to set the goals that you want and to work towards them. I feel like the beginning of the year, we feel like we are becoming this new version of ourselves, which it is a great time to start something new or or it's a good landmark, but you can set goals at any point of the year, at any day of the week. And I think setting goals that feel more achievable in the beginning and then checking in with yourself every month as the year goes on is a way that you can make the goals that you want to achieve just part of your lifestyle. And then you won't feel bad when you drink all the wine during Christmas because it's, you know, whether that's part of your lifestyle or not, it, it's fit into the equation. And then you don't have to feel bad about it come the, the following year. It's actually a goal of mine to drink all the wine. <laughs> As it should be. And I am going to crush that goal for sure. White, rosé, red? Oh, no. It's it's winter. It's red. Red, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, whatever my mom has, really. <laughs> not not in the mood. I mean, rosé could be fun on, like, Christmas, but it's there's just, like, a – there's the – the joy of like having wine when you don't have anything the next day mm. and it's like a Monday or like a Thursday. I'm like, Christmas is on Monday, so that's kind of tough. That like the next day you're not like, oh, I have to wake up at seven and go talk to people and like work. It's just like this like relaxation of like, I think it's called like a vacation. But <laughs> and you're like, I can have two glasses of wine exactly. tonight instead of one. I can stay up till 10.30. <laughs> this is going to be crazy. I can snooze till 7 a.m. Yeah. I think uh, what you said is something that a lot of people miss is like the, the follow through of the goals, mm. which I'm excited to talk about because I think anyone anyone can set a goal. It's like, what are how are you using that goal and what are you doing like the month after you set the goal to either like increase and like change the action step or just to make sure you're still in line with your goals because I feel like it's it's like yeah I'm going to set all these goals and then we don't do anything about it and it's like okay well that's kind of like the nature of the resolution which is what we're not trying to do yeah so how do you in like what scenarios are you setting goals either like yourself or with your clients yeah so for myself, I would say that I set goals – well, I set goals every quarter with the team, which is helpful for me to make sure that I'm staying on track both in work and in my personal life. I also try to set monthly intentions, and I try to exchange the word goals and intentions because it might not be super specific, my intention for a month. It might just be – Something like try to be more mindful or whereas like a goal for the month might be practice yoga three times a week. So sometimes as like a monthly reset, I just enjoy to brain dump a few intentions that I want to do to help support the goals that I set for myself either at the beginning of the year or in that quarter that we're in. With my clients, I love talking about goals with them. It's a shame that our evals only 90 minutes. We could talk about 
goals for far longer than that. Come book a four-hour appointment (laughs) and we will map out your whole life. But I think, so first we just talk about their goals. I just ask them like, what are your goals? And of course, it's always going to be, you know, I want to get out of pain. That's always the first one. Sometimes it can be hard for people to think bigger than that because they are only here to see me because they want to get out of pain, which I totally get. And then I'll press just like a little bit more asking like, you know, if there was no glass ceiling or if you were in no pain, if you could imagine yourself in no pain, what would you want to be doing? What, what, other goals would you have? Like if you could just like close your eyes and think about it. And sometimes I'll have them close their eyes and just tell me things that they would like really, really want to do. If it was like a stretch goal or like even a dream, I'll call it a dream secretly in my mind, knowing that like, we're going to make this happen. (laughs) (laughs) And then depending on the time that we spend together a little bit before the halfway mark, we will revisit goals. We'll talk about them again. Um, This could also be after they, I know that they achieved a goal and they might not realize that it was a goal of theirs because a lot of time when we revisit goals, I'll be like, do you remember what your goals were? And they're like, "Mm, no, actually I don't. And I'm like, okay, great. This is why, you know, I write them down (laughs) and then I rewrite them on the whiteboard and then we check them off and it's just like a great visual for them to see all of the things that they have accomplished and for them to also kind of visualize how much potential that they didn't realize that they had and so at that session we set more goals like okay now that we are out of pain or now that we can run a mile well what's next now what do you want to do and we'll just kind of brain dump like what they want what other goals that they have things that they want to accomplish and then I like to ask them again like why are these goals important to you why do they want to accomplish this? Has it been a dream of theirs since they were younger? Was it something that they were challenged previously or something that they attempted and failed? So I like, I like to understand like why that goal is important to them. It automatically makes the patient or the person feel more motivated to accomplish the goal when they feel like they have a bigger purpose as to like why they actually want to do it. Also, when things get hard with goals, you always got to come back to your why because that will, you know, be the factor that helps push you forward. And then sometimes we also talk about like what are some obstacles that might get in the way of this goal? Like if we if they have a goal of wanting to run a marathon, then obstacles that might get in the way are taking making sure that you have enough time in your schedule to train. It could be. Uh, fear of like previous injuries if they have not been able to get past a certain mileage because of knee pain or whatever it is we we, I like to talk about those obstacles so that we can together just talk about a plan of like what we're going to do if we hit one it also just gives me a good idea of where where people are at and um like how like ready and willing and able they are to achieve that goal but it's also just a good opportunity to know if there is any fear or or hesitation to just like put that on the table and either like address it right away or just for me to keep in the back of my mind if things start to to come up for me to know like okay is this that fear that we addressed earlier um how can we work around this together you've almost kind of like 
pre-solved it so that when it does come up, one, you have like a less, a lower likelihood that it comes up Mm -hmm. because you've already kind of like, okay, if it's time, then let's make sure you block it off in your schedule and all those things. And then when it comes up, you're like, we knew that we were going to encounter this bump in the road and we already have a plan and it's not as like jarring. Yeah. It doesn't have a, as big of a, an impact or like set them back. So it's like you start with just like, what do you want? You know, like mm-hmm. what, what do you think that you want and why do you think that you want that? And I think like, yeah, it is so hard for someone who is like in pain, especially if someone's been in pain for like a really long time and it's severe. Sometimes I feel like people are like, what do you mean? Like, I'm just mm-hmm. here to get out of pain. And yeah. I'm like, but why? Like, why is that? How is this pain affecting you and affecting your life? And like, what things would you be doing if you weren't in pain? And that can kind of help people see like, oh, like I want to be able to squat without pain. There's always usually like a reason. And then like, I, I love that you take that time like halfway through to show them how far they've come because they probably, like you said, like they kind of already forgot Mm-hmm. We're always like we're our biggest critics and we're always looking forward rather than like reflecting back. And it's just a chance to show people, like you said, like to build some confidence of like, look at how far you've come, look at the progress you've made and to like celebrate them yeah, and like make them celebrate themselves. And then they feel confident setting another goal that mm-hmm. maybe before, like I remember <laughs> when I did a... Chris's testimonial video that is still locked on my phone. (laughs) He was like, Rach asked me the question of like, what, what are your goals? And I was like, I I can't think about that right now. And then when we, you know, when I wasn't dealing with pain anymore, he was like, now I could see the light. Like now I could see through of like all the things I could accomplish that I just never thought I could. So it's just like this amazing opportunity to build this person's confidence. And like, you know, we use the word self-efficacy all the time Mm -hmm. that like they can get what they want for their life. They can accomplish the things that they want, but you kind of have to like open the door a little bit just for them to see it. The Healthy Charleston podcast is brought to you by Made to Move Physical Therapy. Made to Move Physical Therapy specializes in helping you get out of pain and get back to doing what you love. We offer relationship-oriented, one-on-one, individualized care to all of our clients, and we believe in putting the patient's needs first. If you'd like to work with me or any of our other physical therapists at Made to Move, check out the link in the show notes and get 10% off of your first session. We have locations throughout Charleston, Mount Pleasant, West Ashley, Somerville, and Daniel Island. Don't waste another day stuck in your pain. Follow the link and schedule an appointment today. So with this goal setting workshop coming up, I know you've done one in the past. How do you, because it's a group of people, it's not Mm one-on-one, right? Like, how do you start this kind of thing? Like, what does this look like? And maybe you can like walk us through like a general framework. Yeah. So the goal setting workshop was actually my favorite. Okay. I'll say one of my favorites (laughs) from last year. And essentially... I am just there to facilitate and prompt people to really think deeper about their goals. So um, the the environment is really important to me. So I make sure that we're all in a circle. I have everyone introduce themselves. I have everyone explain just a little bit about why they wanted to go to the goal setting meeting. 
or the goal setting workshop, that gives me a better idea of like what they're interested in, what they want to get out of it. And then everyone will have a journal and I just, I just lead them through a list of questions to get them thinking more about their goals. And I start with that, you know, it's just a brain dump, you know, no one's going to read this journal. So it's just like, there's no like right or wrong. You can scribble across things out. It's really just for you. And so we go through a bunch of questions. I offer time for people to share if they want to. And then at the end of creating all these goals and at the end of creating some of the obstacles that might get in the way of these goals, I have everyone choose one goal. And then from there, we talk about skills, practices, and actions that you can do to get closer to this goal. And the action is the most important part, in my opinion, because that is something that you can do today or this week to get you closer to the goal. Like if we're picturing the goal as like this very long staircase, the action is just that very first step. And that's really all we have to focus on. So as I explain the skills, which is the ability or capacity that the client needs to achieve the goal. And then we talk about practices, which is something the client needs to do to build the skill. Then we brainstorm any and all action steps, which is going to be a small specific task or behavior that the client needs to do consistently. And if I have time, I, I definitely prefer to go around and just ask people how they're doing, if they need any help as they're brainstorming their action steps. And then we will all share the action step at the end so that we can kind of hold each other accountable. Um, at the last goal setting workshop, everyone was really amazing with providing other feedback for others if they were open to it. And so it kind of just became this really beautiful discussion on how we can support one another in achieving our goals. And, you know, whether that's like writing things in the calendar or like, well, text me after you do that and, and very small things like that. But, you know, after we had that workshop, they were like, can we meet like every month so that we can hold each other right. accountable? And I'm like, oh, that would that would be awesome. I don't know if I can do that next month, but so maybe that would be a good idea in the future to kind of have a reoccurring quarterly goal setting to kind of keep it going and make sure everyone's moving in the direction that they want to. But yeah, essentially everyone will leave with an action step to get them one step closer towards whatever they are reaching for. I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah, right? Why don't we do it like that? I don't know. I I've I don't think I've ever told you that before. I know. <laughs> like we should do that. Or even just like maybe utilize like your book clubs for it or mm -hmm. just like, okay, we'll all meet in the cafe this time in March, like to kind of do this again, like less formal. Yeah. Or like utilize some sort of, I don't, it doesn't have to be like group text, but like I know people use WhatsApp or you can make it a Slack channel. That's right. Something like that. Because that's kind of like the whole point. Like I know, like sometimes, especially like early days when we were like, figuring out like our quarterly goals. I felt like a lot and I still feel like we can improve. We'll like set all these goals, but then like we don't come back to them until we're like, oh, let's set new goals. And we're like, we're just setting the same goals over and over again because yeah. we're not ever following through on them. Like setting goals is all fun and dandy, but that's just like the first part of your workshop. And I like how like, okay, let's all decide on a goal. And then you're gonna you're gonna see this at the retreat. We're gonna just gonna do the same thing. Oh, amazing! Am, am I leading? Is I mean, maybe we'll talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> and then kind of making everyone understand like 
What do you need to be able to do to accomplish this? How are you going to be able to get that skill? And then like, what's the first step to you starting to get that skill? And just like breaking it down, just like you said, with the elephant makes it, it makes it attainable Yeah, and it makes it a lot less scary. And it actually, it's like, you have to, if I've learned anything in my, you know, just like long 28 years of life, <laughs> I mean, it's been great. It's been really great. Is like, if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Like we schedule everything for work and for patients and for meetings. But if I don't schedule my workouts, if I don't schedule like time with Elliot and he's like, why does it have to be on the calendar? I'm like, just trust me. Like yeah. it just has to be scheduled now. Yeah. Or it ain't happening. Or it's not happening. I literally have Hannah go to bed on my schedule. Well, that might be a little too far. No, because every night I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> it's time. I probably need to bump it a little bit earlier. Do you have any like examples of maybe some goals that were set last year or like how you would turn a goal into an action step? Like, What would that look like? Yeah. So um, one of the women at the goal setting workshop, one of her goals was to take a solo trip. And this has been something that's been on her goal list for a while, but it just was not happening. And so, you know, we talked about why hasn't this been happening? It wasn't planned. You know, it's scary traveling alone. So sometimes that fear can overcome your desire to want to travel alone. And so we talked about those things. And then we we reverse engineered her goal. And so we brainstormed, okay, where do you want to go? And she listed all these places. And then we were like, what is more reasonable right now? Going out of the country or going somewhere in state or maybe somewhere that you could drive to? And we decided that it would be easiest and more achievable early on for her to go somewhere that she could drive to. So she chose where she wanted to go. And we we picked a season. So she chose what season. And then one of her action steps was to pick a date for that season and then to, to buy a flight. So we really just broke it down by just trying to figure out what was her goal. And her goal was to travel out of the country. But that goal seemed a little bit too scary. So we started a little bit smaller, but the same goal. The The idea was that she wanted to travel alone. So having that goal be a place that she could drive towards to make it more accessible, to make it easier. And then after that, just giving her options and holding her accountable of like, pick the season, pick the month, pick the day. All right. It's in the calendar. So it's happening. Let's do it. You bought a flight. You bought so a flight. So it's happening. <laughs> or she didn't need to buy a flight or she drove, but next time. Do you know what she chose? I can't remember. Do you remember why this was so important to her? I think that it was just because she was newly single and just wanted to be badass and um, a little, you know, independent and prove to herself that she doesn't need no man and she, <laughs> she can go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that they, they're like, oh, I can just do that on my own. Like I can just figure out how to set that goal in action on their own. But mm -hmm. then, like you said, like then why have you had the same goal for years? Right. It's really easy to make excuses or be like, I'll do that tomorrow. Like there, I make a to-do list every day. There are things from my to-do list that have been on my list since October. Yep. And if I can push it off, I probably will. So I think it helps to have someone hold you accountable, even if it 
is, you know, as simple as, okay, choose a month, choose a day, you know, make it happen. You're speaking it out loud. All these people are here to listen to you say this. We're, we are all going to check in and be like, hey, did you end up going to that place? Um, I also think it's good to have someone help to guide you because sometimes we don't like to speak certain goals that we have out loud for the fear of, you know, other people being like, oh my gosh, like, do you really think that you could do that? Or like fear of the goal being too big or like maybe the goal being too small. And, and I definitely had this issue and, um, something that we've done at the retreat, we're thinking of like a someday goal, like almost like a dream helped me get out of my head and like out of my, you know, my own frame of thinking where like at that time I was like 27 and in the back of my mind, I was like, I really, really want to buy a house before I'm 30, but that seems too ambitious. Wait, no way. Uh-huh. Oh my God. And look at you now. And That's amazing. Look at me now. Yeah. But I was afraid to speak that. Yeah. Because I was like, I live in an apartment. I'm single. There's no way I'm going to achieve this goal. So I'm just going to keep it to myself. It's way too ambitious. And then, you know, by my, uh, the people who were getting the retreat, they were prompting that, like, just think a little bit, you know, broader, like just dream a little bit, like anything. There's no glass ceiling, anything. And I was like, oh, well, like, it would be really cool if like maybe somehow oh, man. Yeah. I could buy a house before I'm 30. And and it can be scary to put those things out there because you don't know if you're going to achieve it. And I think if there's a 50-50 shot where like you could achieve it or if you don't, like you quote unquote fail, as long as you're working towards it, like that is really all that matters. And I think it's good to set goals that are achievable, but we don't want them to be too easy where we're not challenging ourselves or like really allowing us to grow to our fullest potential. And it's not a failure if you don't hit all of your goals by the, by the end of the year because you were working so hard towards them and you're way further along than you were at the beginning of the year. Yeah, that's so true. Of, um, I don't know what book I was listening to, but she was challenged to – she was like, I'll just write this book in a year. And they were like, no, write it in a, in a month. Mm. And she like totally made herself believe that this book was due in a month. And she was like, you know what? I didn't get it done, but I got so much more done than I would have even by like June. Yeah. And I, I think we're just so driven by fear of like, if I speak it, there's like this, I'm like, this is like a whole other podcast. If I speak this, what are other people thinking about me? for wanting this, mm -hmm. for having this goal. And then are other people thinking she can't achieve that? And then there's like this level of vulnerability to admit that you want something and to be okay if you, whatever, quote unquote fail, or you just, you know, don't achieve it in this certain time horizon that you've set. And time as contract is all arbitrary. That we we let that hold us back from saying and like speaking our truth and like <laughs> saying the goals and, and really like setting the goals and maybe just like chasing the things that we really want in life because we're almost like we're afraid of wanting them and we're afraid of like admitting that we want them because of the off chance that we might fail. Mm -hmm. 
so then like I mean a lot a lot of people just like live a life of complacency yeah and yeah that's a sad place to be yeah but I like I fully feel that of just like being nervous like about saying well this is what I want and kind of like subjecting yourself to the potential like maybe someone else is thinking that but like does someone else thinking that affect the way and like the reason that you wanted to buy the house did it affect you buying the house no you've bought a freaking house Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was one of your goals it was I was actually looking back at my someday goals from the first retreat oh from our retreat yeah oh and that was the one that you were like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Right. I was like, I just want to see patience and spread happiness and joy. <laughs> Which is great. And maybe find a boyfriend. Yeah. And like looking back on these like someday goals, like these were like dreams. This was as far as my mind could think. It was like live in Charleston, buy a house, meet a nice man who respects me <laughs> and go on a yoga retreat. And you crushed and, that. And I, like, like. Did I do them all? Yes. I did, yeah. You met a pretty nice man. I met a I really think. nice man. He is now your boyfriend. Yep. I love you. <laughs> you bought a house. You went on yoga retreats. You've, you've been spreading happiness and joy and treating patients. Yeah. I need to think bigger for this next <laughs> retreat. Right? Oh, my God. What's going to come out of your mouth then? <laughs> yeah. there's. I feel like there's a time and place for setting like consistency goals of mm-hmm. just like I've been doing this, but it's been kind of hard and also kind of like forecasting. Because, like, life changes and seasons change and, like, responsibilities change. Just because I've maybe done this well during this time period doesn't mean that I'm not going to have trouble doing it in the next few months. So I feel like sometimes consistency goals can be very helpful. But then I always love having the chance to think bigger and to think stretch. Otherwise... It's like the balance of having things that are achievable, but not selling yourself short if you do really want more. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of like self-thought, self-discovery. And like, I think that's why the something like the workshop or like the time at the retreat is so helpful because I know at this time of the year, I'm like, I have time over Christmas. I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. I'll think about it. And then I'm like, it's January. I'll think about it. And it's like, if I don't have that time scheduled... I'm just not going to think about it. Yeah. And it'll be February and I'll be like, it's too late now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's nice to have that like set time. And I think that's where like January and the feeling of a new year can be helpful because it is kind of like that, sometimes that like extra motivation that you need and like everything, you know. November, December, I feel like things get really like slow Mm -hmm. and then you're kind of like ready. Slow and cold and dark and heavy. And cozy. And and cozy. Just like I want to stay home and drink all the wine and eat all the cheese. And then you're like, okay, I want to get off the couch. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like, I mean, that's kind of the point of rest, right? Of like resting and then you're like, I actually feel very energized and motivated to get up and do now. Yeah. We just got to keep that doing longer than a week in January. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. I'd love to know. Well, first, have you like thought about this for yourself yet? My big, big goals? Or just like your your goals for the year? Kind of like what you're doing with the workshop. Have you thought about it for yourself? Um, I have briefly thought about it. I have not given myself the space yet to like 
really go in. Go like I've, in. I've thought of like some basic goals where, where like, you know, I want to work out three times a week um, and then one time with a friend. Like also want to make sure that my fitness is always enjoyable. Um, doing the cold plunge at the deep end at Ethos. Small things like that that I want to see in my routine in the new year. But I haven't thought big about what I really want to accomplish in 2024. Yeah, haven't gotten there yet. What allows you to get into that space where you can think about those things? How do you set yourself up? Maybe it's like your environment. Maybe it's the day. Maybe it's music. What do you do? Um, I feel like the best thoughts always happen in the shower. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're so right. Yeah. Yeah. You do. But when I... um, when I'm not in the shower, I like to – so in my new house, I have a yoga room, which I am very blessed to have. And so the and the environment in that room is just very, like, soft and calming. So environment is, you know, really important to me. Having calm music, lighting a candle, and doing, like, a little meditation to, like, like sink in to – just be prepared to really think. Um, and, and I try not to put pressure on myself to like think about all the things or like, you know, if I'm sitting there for five minutes and nothing shows up, I'm not like, oh crap, like I'm wasting time. Like I really try to make sure that I have the space to just think. Like I would probably do this as cool as this sounds like on a Friday night where I don't have anywhere to be and I can take all the time that I need. Like I could take 30 minutes or I could take two hours. And if I get like a really good brainstorming session in, you know, just by myself with my candles, then I would consider that a success. So environment, music, and not having a time cap is important to me. Can you rent out your room to me so I can Oh, yes. Come too. on over. Yeah. I'm like, where in my house am I going to do this? <laughs> I'll just go to Rachel's house. That sounds great. Yeah. I think if it was, if it was warmer outside, I would also consider going yes. outside. But That's where I struggle so this time of year because I, I normally feel so like zen and calm outside, but I don't really want to go outside because it's so cold. And I normally feel very zen and good about myself when I take a walk. But I don't want to take a walk. So it's like, I need to figure I need to figure that out. So that's why I just sit in the sauna. Yeah. And specifically, when you were like, the best thoughts come to me in the shower. The best thoughts come to me in the ethos shower. Mm. It's not even my shower. Because I'm like probably thinking about my dogs. And like, what am I going to have for dinner? And like, what I'm going to do next? It's almost like when there's no distractions. Because I'm just in this like white bathroom I don't know because I had I was I was in the ethos shower today and I remember being like oh my god I have all these thoughts and ideas and then you, you had get a out brain of the blast yeah I had a brain blast and then I I I don't know I lost it what I gotta go it back. back it's still there you it's need a whiteboard like, in the shower you need like a shower just like full of whiteboards yeah it's all just whiteboards so you can write your thoughts down yeah it was pretty great so can you tell me more about this workshop and how people can get signed up. Yes, the workshop is on January 7th at Ethos Athletic Club. And you can sign up going to the link. The link in bio? <laughs> the link in bio. <laughs> I'm like, why do we say that? Like, why why did we decide link in bio? 
You just message us. Just say you want to come. Yeah, we'll get just, you signed up. Just call me. Come to <laughs> my, my house. Number. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Are we hosting it in your your yoga room? Sadly, no. Maybe one day. I'm that might be crossing a boundary, but maybe um, that's like a someday goal. Maybe. Yeah. Do you have any big someday goals that you want to share with us to end with? Um. Oh man. Well, travel is a big, big goal of mine. I I have a big list of places that I want to go to, and. I I mean, I feel really lucky about the places that I'm going to in 2024 already. I don't know if I want to add to that because, you know, still got to spread all the love and joy and happiness here in Charleston. <laughs> um, There's just so much to go around. But it used to be a goal of mine to go on a yoga retreat and I'm going on another one in May and this will be my third one. And I just never thought like... Rachel from two years ago would never believe if I told her that she would, you know, get to go on more than one yoga retreat in her lifetime, which might sound so silly, but it really was such a a block for me that I that I couldn't invest in myself in this way. So I am really excited that I will be going on one in 2024. And who knows, maybe a someday goal could be that I'm going to lead one one day. There you go. Boom. Put it out there. (laughs) Love that. And Elliot and I are going to run a marathon. Oh, my God. (laughs) He, like, barely agreed to this. He was, like, pre-contemplative when we were like, so you're doing it. Yeah. He likes the idea. Yeah. He likes a lot of ideas. Well, now it's out there. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to hold him accountable. Um, what would you tell someone who maybe has like never set goals or is nervous about it or just like really new to the idea and maybe is like, nah, that's not for me? Oh, I would say that this is definitely for you. And there's no pressure to share. There's no pressure to, um, you know, like when we go around and say like why we're here or or like our, even our names, like there there is no pressure if you don't want to share but I think I would challenge this person to think about like why don't you set goals or why haven't you set goals? Um, like what's blocking you from wanting to have a direction? And you know, just because you don't set goals doesn't mean that you're not doing great things or achieving great things. But think about what more you can achieve if you had a vision. You love a vision. Vision board. Yeah, I wish I could have come to that. Okay, well, we will see you on January 7th at... January 7th. 12 p.m. 12 p.m. At Ethos Athletic Club. Ethos Athletic Club, baby. Boom, set some goals. Merry Christmas, everyone. Woo-woo. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're interested in coming to either of those goal-setting workshops, the links are in the show notes below. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Have a great week.